everybody, welcome back to Contest Prep University. We are going to wrap up this series on uh, the five biggest training mistakes you can make in prep. I'm Joe Klimczewski, of course, with Adam Atkinson. And we're going to we're gonna move this over into the realm of peak week. And uh, right before we were recording, I was having a video chat with a client who has a peak week coming up. And of course, this is one of the topics, Adam, to cover. Like, what's it going to be like? What's, what, what's it going to be like? It's like everything going to be different. And the first thing I said was, okay, first of all, you're going to be super unimpressed that it looks like a pretty normal week. Like we're not going to do all these crazy changes. And for training, we're still going to keep it spread out pretty normally. Of course, it depends on what your normal training routine is like, your normal splits, when you're traveling, what day you're competing, that sort of thing. But we're definitely not doing the stupid, like just carb depletion. And so let's cover every body part in two or three days and run through intentional glycogen loss. It's going to be pretty normal work with maybe taking the edge off a little bit on volume and intensity because I don't want you to be necessarily sore. Um, but we have to think about recovery between days, just like any other week. And then toward the end of the week, we're going to be looking at, okay, what did we train? How much time do we have to restore glycogen and get that, you know, that, that synthesis into the muscle cell like we want. Uh, is there anything that we're going to do the day before? Is there going to be anything we do the morning of? There, there's some real details to get into toward the end of the week, but as an overall framework for peak week, what, what do you do that might be considered different? Yeah. Biggest thing is I might lower like the RPE a little bit, stay within like a seven, keep the intensity low, keep the workouts relatively the same. Uh, like let's say if they were doing legs and glutes, they might do glutes only, legs only. So we're kind of chopping up the training volume just a little bit. Because really, like you said, a lot of people are unimpressed with the peak week delivery, but they're impressed with the peak week result. So, you know, I think people are like, wow, this is more simple than I thought it was. And it, it's really easy to just take the stress off of a client easily by just reducing the intensity of the work. So is there a time, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask this a little bit in a loaded way, I think you and I would agree, as I mentioned, we're not going to do like you're going to train Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we're, we're doing it just for to blitz glycogen out of the muscle cell. Uh, why would you and I not do that necessarily? Yeah, well, you're almost reversing the work that you're doing by pushing the food into the muscle tissue. You're going to use his energy and just probably stay the same all week if you're overdoing the training. You can, of course, back it up with higher amounts of food, but you're going to let those first couple of days escape away. And the more time you can spend loading and getting the physique fuller, you can kind of find your threshold along the way easier. Uh, the sooner you see that threshold, the better mm -hmm. you, you know that client can be their best on show day. And, and I would say for those of you watching or listening that just have questions, because this is not about peak week, this particular topic, we have plenty of series on that and why we don't do the depletion and that sort of thing. And from a carb depletion standpoint, we're using exercise as a way to get rid of as much glycogen as possible. Again, the reason we don't do that 
is we want the normal glycogen and water dynamic of you're utilizing that in a workout and then you replace it. You utilize it, you replace it. You're creating these consistent patterns knowing where those variables are flowing and controlling those directions toward the end of peak week is very important. So my goal with training during peak week is just to stay very recovered. Like you said, bring bring a little bit more recovery in. We're going to take off you know, 10 or 20% of maybe volume and intensity. But when we get toward the end of the week, I know you and I both look at this as, okay, this is our last shot, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, peak week, to really be using training as a variable to make a change. So are there times you would say, okay, for this person, two days before the contest, we're going to do this versus another client or another division client, they're going to do this instead. This person doesn't train on Friday, but this person does. Like what what are some of the things you're circling through when you make those decisions? Yeah, travel, like sometimes the possibility to train is just not there. I've had a couple of clients who've done you know, nearly 24 hour flights to get to where they're going. So we're obviously not going to train on those days. Um, Even just if they, if we don't want to deplete a certain muscle group, like let's say their shoulders are a weak point, I might not have them do very much for their shoulders. Or if I do, it's like light shoulders, which means like half of what they would normally do on their training program, just to kind of achieve a little bit of a pump. I may not even have them go off of the training program and say, hit three exercises that you enjoy the most and hit just three sets and call it a day and try to get out in about 15 to 20 minutes if you can. So, you know, there, there are situations with divisions. We're trying to keep maybe a certain muscle group fuller than another. So that kind of goes into the peak week design of the week. Mm -hmm. And I would say with some clients, depending on strengths and weaknesses, you can also use that as a tool, like you said, if, you, if you're keeping it a little bit light because you just want to, you don't want to overwork that muscle group. Uh, you can also take the position that two or three days out to have some work in that muscle tissue that you're trying to focus on. Then with enough food, with enough, you know, carbohydrate to make sure you can resynthesize that glycogen then you could increase that look because now you're creating that environment where you're you're pulling glycogen in, it's attracting water. But if you're just totally fatigued, like you've just really like that muscle is still in recovery, like to your point, then you could have done the wrong thing. So even the intensity and matching with food can be a late stage decision to make during peak week. Yeah, absolutely. Man, so many things. This was a this was a good series. I think. Uh, you know, I appreciate you letting me do this. Coming off of our fantasy camp training edition, really getting into some of these details, Adam. But I think it's just a great thing to consider in the context of prep. So, hope you guys all enjoyed that. If you have any questions, let us know, and we'll see you next time in Contest Prep University.